Hey everyone, welcome back to Two G's and a Pod. Two gals on a mission ready to educate, empower and entertain. I'm NG. I'm MG and welcome back. Thank you so much everyone for all your support last week on my interview. It's me, Michelle, talking <laughs> just in case you get, you get us mixed up. And I am going to be your host for today. But yes, we love the feedback on last week's episode. And we also had so much fun. Um, so it's Nicole's turn this time. <laughs> I do have a very special intro for her, but I just done that round the wrong way. But here we go. I'm going to introduce her anyway. So let me introduce my sister from another mister. She is the coconut milk to my cappuccino, the bubbles to my Prosecco. She is my spell checker in life. My absolute best friend. She is a full-time fun machine. It's Miss Nicole Garners. Tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> Welcome, Nicole. And actually, before we dive into the interview, we have two key dates that we want you to pull up in your diary, diaries, our lovely listeners. So we have the 9th of March, our 365 female event but it, all females are welcome that day it's not just for our 365 clients and um, it's to celebrate international women's day and there are a few tickets left it's at Falkirk stadium so get in touch if you want to secure your ticket for that day and then we have the podcast live that's on the 29th of june at behind the wall it's basically a day out for the girls and the guys we're gonna have a guys table um, and we just cannot wait so pop that in the diary because it is happening Anyway, Nicole, how are you feeling? Um, how am I feeling? I feel a little bit nervous, but I also feel ready. I'm ready for the week ahead, ready to help the 365 heroes, and I'm ready for High Rocks, baby. Whoop, whoop. But by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be the next day. I wonder if we'll still feel the same. <laughs> Probably nervous. I know. So. But yeah, we've had so much fun on the lead up to it. I even said to you the other day, what are we going to talk about when it's when High Rocks is done? Just have to get the next thing booked in. Next Which we have. Day. Yes, we do. We have SFC. Scottish Fitness Championships with our 365 female Cara, a team of three, where we're like, oh, oh. that's got us written all over it. Domination. Yeah. <laughs> right, so we are going to kickstart this little episode with some fun questions so our lovely listeners can get to know Miss Nicole a little bit better. So, fun round, nice light-hearted questions. Nicole, what was your first job? First job, the Glen Scarley, which is a wedding venue. That was my first. Oh no, wait, actually, that's a lie. I worked in the chippy for about a week and I fucking hate it. <laughs> so that got sacked off right away. Uh, nah, I, I just wasn't the gal for wrapping your chips up. So What chippy were you in? The Golden Chip and Denny. Oh yeah. Right. It was a decent chippy, but it just wasn't for me. Wasn't so then you. my next job was Glen Scarley, which was a wedding venue, so hospitality. Nice. You had a few jobs in hospitality, didn't you? I did, yes. Right, next question. What word do you hate hearing? What word gives you the ick? Word? Uh, oh, I don't know. Well, we spoke about shag last week, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> we changed shag to intercourse, but that made me sound like a wee bit of a prude. I don't actually, well, don't mind the word shag. But <laughs> I don't use it much in my vocabulary. Yeah. Um, another word that gives me the ick? Mm, don't know, jobby. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a funny word. It is a funny word, but jobby. You're a big jobby. <laughs> that's all that's coming to mind. That's a good answer. Jobby in the mind. Um, this one's from Liam, so I got Liam um, in on the questions. What's your favourite alcoholic beverage and why? So I like an amaretto sour. Nice. That's probably my cocktail of choice. 
I also like a Morgan Spice. And then I'd usually maybe have two or three Morgans and then go into vodka, soda and lime. Pretty mm-hmm. much a basic bitch. <laughs> it's an amaretto sour and... No, wait. I was going to say your first two drinks of choice. They're, they're not similar, are they? No, an, well, an amaretto is... Well, it's a rum. It is still a rum. Right. It's a sweet rum. Liqueur. I don't know. don't know what it is. Just, it's is. just tasty. It's just drinkable. <laughs> nice. Good. Okay, right. You asked me this last week, so I'm going in the same with you. What is your favourite and least favourite exercise? Start with favourite. Um, Favourite exercise at the moment would probably be... I'm loving the sled at the moment. Sled push, sled pull. Love Thank that. Thank God. And I think, obviously, that's in training for high rocks. And um, good job, obviously. I like it because we need to do it and it's fucking heavy. Yep. But um, aye, that's my favourite. And you just feel like I, I, I right tank with that, and I think you know, feel powerful, especially when you're pushing like what was it, two o five last two o five, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, and then least favorite exercise. Oh, I hate being on the roll. Yeah, I hate being on. I'm saying loads of high rock specific stuff here, just because I feel like that's all we've done at the moment. Aye. but I hate being on the roll. But gym wise, oh, I don't know. Uh, Oh, maybe I have to come back in that one. I don't think I hate any yep. of them. I just Is there anything that, that you're like, stupid exercise? Stupid exercise. Oh, maybe calf raises? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll just miss that one. We're going to get halfway through High Rocks and go, I've done those calf raises. Probably. I mean, I've done them twice, but when I was in standing brushing my teeth in the mirror, and they're quite funny. Right. And you can do them on the leg press as well, just put your toes down near the bottom Aye. and then push forward, and it's bloody spicy. But we probably should have done more of them. should have done more of them. Hey-ho, we're well, not um, too late now. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I don't pop a calf again. <laughs> what subject do you want to learn more about? Anything. Oh, what subject would I like to... I'd like to delve even deeper into the mindset and behaviour change and just aye, how all that works. Like I think Jane, our coach, yep. uh, one of our coaches who's coming to the event on the 9th actually, just really in, like gives you so much insight into behaviour change and the the dynamics and the knowledge and things behind it. It's just, I just find it so bloody interesting. So yeah, probably more more of that behaviour change. Nice. Mindset. That's great. You're actually, you're delving into it yeah well studying yep I've uh, signed up for Jen's course actually built to coach so that's all about obviously the coaching aspect of it but work you know finding out more about the behavior change side of it um, and what makes us tick and why we do certain things so yeah it's really really good actually I'm so happy you're doing that it's going to really help 365 yeah um it's going to be absolutely incredible and then that got me thinking so when you've done your uni degree Mm -hmm. is that not to do with something to do with Oh no, that was criminology and sociology. Is that um, no, same? No, <laughs> no, that's like you're thinking of psychology. Psychology, yeah. yeah. And really, why did I sign up for that? It's probably because I watched too much Criminal Minds. Exactly. <laughs> thinking that's what it. That's what it's all about, and yep. they hated it. Um, and then also went on to do teaching. So yeah, yeah. That's good. You've got your degree, undergrad and a postgrad. Now, in case that degree doesn't work out, what would be your form star name? My first surname. Well, actually, I know my first surname. What is remember that? you used to do that thing. It's like the name of your first pet and the name of your first address. Aye. That's your first surname. So mine's is Jerry Drybrook. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Drybrook. Jerry, Jerry. My Jerry. hamster was called Jerry. Jerry. Spice Girl. Right. Ginger Spice was my favourite Spice Girl. Nice. Um, so Jerry and then my 
first address was Driver Avenue. That's so funny. So Jerry, Jerry Driver. Driver. That's a good I mean, I don't know if that's a nice porn surname. I'm not really sure. I kind of think it was like an old lady. Hi, you know, off a drive. You mean some Badgesil? <laughs> Badgesil. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, so funny. What would mine be? So my first pet was called Barbie. Surprise, surprise. It was a fish. Barbie Karenside. Oh, that's quite nice. Quite classy. But it is a classy porn star. Oh, we wouldn't make it. We wouldn't make it. We need something cheap and uh, cheap and nasty. So if anyone's got any good porn star names, let us know. Your name's reminded me of like Sticky Vicky almost. Oh, I know. Oh, Sticky Sticky have you seen her? Because I've not. Actually. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, it's shocking. <laughs> but it's also like, how the fuck does she do that? I, there's a lot coming out there. I mean, I would, if I went to it's Benidorm, it's Benidorm, I would my... totally go see. Oh, I was from Rome. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? I was like, whoa, how did this work? Um, okay, next question. We're getting through these fun round questions quite quick, actually. What is your last Google search? <laughs> last Google search? Yep, go on, get your Google up. Um, no. But... Well, it's our 365 female sales page. Oh, well. We, yeah, we're getting up in the technology world. Yeah, well, I'll go back. Let's go back one. What else should we um, Probably flights somewhere flights or something. Flights, yep. Flights to, to London. Flights to April, London. Yep. Train times. Nothing to Nando's. Oh, nice. Nothing that um, interesting to be <laughs> well, Interesting stuff, but nothing embarrassing then. Nothing embarrassing. Oh, I'm just trying to catch you out there. Right, Okay. I like this one. This is the one I was laughing about earlier when you were like, what are you laughing at? So, three. <laughs> Not even that funny, just me and you giggle a lot. The three least likely words someone would use to describe you. Quiet. Yeah, certainly not quiet. Um, lazy. You're not lazy, I yes. Probably like the exact opposite <laughs> lazy. Um Boring! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'd like to better remember boring. <laughs> you know, in my head I was like, right, okay, you're high energy, Nicole, high energy, like what's the opposite of that? So yeah, it's boring. <laughs> Nicole oh. is the least boring person that I've ever met. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Right, well, it wouldn't be an interview without calling in the help from some friends. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I asked Question Master, Miss Amber. Oh, did you actually? <laughs> Amber is going to be loving this. She's been mentioned a fair few times. We'll need to get her on the phone. She says, who do you like better, Amber or Sharon? <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew it. She was only joking, obviously, with that one. But a couple of questions here, so... Would you rather walk on your hands forever or <laughs> shovel on your bum? Um, <laughs> walk in my hands forever or shuffle on shuffle your bum. On my bum. Ooh. <laughs> well, if you were walking on your hands, you'd get a head rush constantly, wouldn't you? Yeah. But if you shuffled on your bum, you're likely to get some sort of infection. <laughs> so I think walk in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone an infection did not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. um, I know because if, if you had an infection down there, you wouldn't be able to really complete this next question that I've got for you. Right, go so for we're it. Over walking on your hands. So this is your shag, marry, avoid. 
Intercourse Mary Avoid. Intercourse Mary Avoid. Out of... Now, these are fictional characters, but... <laughs> Gandalf, Frodo, and Bilbo Baggins. Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yep. Now, you're a Lord of the Rings fan or Harry Potter? Harry Potter, oh, of course. I got that wrong. Oh, you did get that wrong. Last... Lord of the Rings, I mean, I know who they are. But oh. Gandalf is the wizard guy. Yep. Um, Bilbo Baggins is the old guy. Yeah. And Frodo, is it Frodo? Frodo. Frodo, Frodo is Baggins? the, the main so... character. Damn it. I, I, I mean, you could make it up in the spot now. What about... Um, so Harry. Harry. Um, you Dumbledore. Can't, you can't choose your own. All right. Um, Dumbledore, that's kind of like Gandalf. Dumbledore, yeah. And Hagrid, maybe. Okay, right. You've just... Right, right. who would you... Who would you shag Mary avoid it then? <laughs> um... Uh, oh, <laughs> these are hard. Harry, Dumbledore, and Hagrid. Oh, I didn't want to shag any of them. <laughs> I remember it's intercourse. It's intercourse, it's even worse. I don't think I'd shag Hagrid because he's really big, so I don't think that, but the ratio is just too much. I think it's too small, balancing for the size. Right. So maybe that would be. Marry because they protect me. That's it's a good big, yeah, and protective. Great answer. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think maybe I think you'd have to. Would you shag Harry? Like, <laughs> just because he's like a human and yeah, aye, and then that means you would avoid Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I got that in the wrong way, but that ended up funny. That is good. Um, because if it had been the Lord of the Rings one, Amber said that you were going to marry Big G. <laughs> Big G, Big Gandalf. Big Gandalf. Aye. Well, I suppose he's magic and stuff like that as yeah. well, isn't he? Like, and then he's you'd, wise. You'd probably need to have intercourse with Frodo and then avoid Bilbo. Oh, it's a, sort of Aye, similar. similar right, great one. And then last fun question before we delve into a little bit deeper, peeling back the layers of Miss Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, zombie or vampire? Oh, it's definitely vampire for me. Um, only because when I think of a vampire, I think of like a hot person, you know, like, yeah, quite attractive. And I think it's obviously because I used to like Twilight back in the day, and I was definitely Team Edward, right? Um, however, when I say that as an answer, loads of people send me pictures of like shit vampires, like, oh, is this a vampire? This is not a hot yeah. vampire, but I'll go with the Twilight. The Twilight. Era. Oh, so definitely. vampire for me, definitely. Right, amazing. Well, thank you, Nicole, for participating in our fun well, round. You can stay up all night too. That's just, you know, for a good party. Or a good party game. <laughs> you do like the dance, and I'm sure they would dance again. Don't know about zombies <laughs> dancing up. Aye, aye. Zombies would be a shit dancer. Aye, you can just tell. Boring. Boring. Okay, so, right. Let's delve into getting to know more about you, but on more of a business, personal, professional level. So, Nicole, as our lovely listeners and people that maybe see you from afar, mm-hmm. they probably see you now as a strong, independent, body confident main character. Ooh. But tell us a little bit more about your journey. Has Have you always been this way? Um, so, first of all, thank you. That's a very nice compliment. Very um, true. So, short answer is no. Um, it's worth adding that I've not always felt like this way um, but it's who I choose to be and I'll explain what I mean by that a little bit later so I went for years not really liking my body um, not looking after it really always chasing the smallest version never happy with the way I looked getting ready for a night it was a bloody nightmare 
Uh, very poor relationship with food, went through your, you know, your usual slim fast, the magic number of 1200 calories a day, binging, severely restricting, all of it, constantly comparing myself to other people's bodies. And just on that cycle of trying to change my body constantly. Um, and I'll always remember when I had um, one to one PTs, um, something that he said to me, one of the personal trainers I was with at the time, he said that um, you need to get used to how your body changes, grows and adapts and not anyone else's. So I was constantly striving for change, but saying, oh, I want I want arms like her or I want to look toned like her or how how she got a bum like that mm -hmm. and a waist like that. Um, and it was just that vicious cycle of comparing and everybody's body is completely different and respond to you know, like your actions and behaviours in different ways. You could have two people doing exactly the same training, eating the same thing, but it doesn't mean your body's going to respond in the same way. And I think it took, took me a long time anyway to get used to that and get used to how my body it was changing. Um, as they say, comparison is the thief of joy. Um, so I suppose it's really important to recognise your own wins, understand your own vision of success and get bloody good at being you really. Um, because there's literally no one else out there like you. Yeah. Um, so basically, let's go back to your question. How did I get from sort of from there to choosing to be strong, independent, and body confident? Um, I suppose it was a, a lot of kind of smaller actions over the years. However, if I could label it, um, as I was saying, I just got I worked hard at getting good at being me. I put myself in environments that helped me do that. I joined coaching communities, asked for help. Um, started entering, fit, entering fitness events mm -hmm. with you, gal. Um, my social circle changed. Just started putting myself out there more, really, and started to do things that scared me. What if it doesn't work? But what if it does? We say that to our three, six, five females quite a lot. And I made a commitment to myself, really. That's that's the be. That's basically it. Made a, made a commitment to myself. Um, and as I was saying, I didn't always feel this way and I still have my meltdowns at times. So, but um, I choose to be that person and I act as if I am that person um, because, like we've said before, um, being ready, choosing to be strong, choosing to be confident, it's a decision, not a feeling. The feeling becomes part of it and your confidence confidence will build by doing the do. Nice. Um, and do you remember on the call this morning with Joe, something he said that really made me think of basically what we're speaking about here is link your confidence to your intentions and not your ability. Mm -hmm. So not confident in gym, not want to wear what you want, um, but are you actually showing up? Are you feeling, feeling yourself? Yep. Um, are you doing what needs to be doing? Like my intention to behave the way that I do, my intention to be a badass in the gym, like it's showing up and doing what you said you were going to do that's going to build your confidence, not your ability yet. So yeah, what he basically said. And then validate your intentions with action. Does your calendar, your diary reflect that? So I really like that, what you said this morning. That was, yeah. yeah, that was a really good one this morning, didn't it? It really hit home, like, mm -hmm. you know, so whenever you are maybe having a, a doubtful day, but then you can, you have got this evidence of, wait a minute, like, I am confident in the gym because I've been so many times. So whenever you're maybe thinking, oh, I don't want to go in today, you're like, no, wait a minute. But obviously, if you're letting that it beat you, and then you're not going in, like you're not going to get confident in the gym, aren't you? It's yeah. going to take repetition and showing up and well, up again. Here's a wee reflection question for our lovely listeners. Then, so if you were to measure your confidence based on your intentions, would it be any different? Mm. 
Yes, I definitely hope people can take that away and start looking at their intentions. What are they doing daily, weekly, monthly? Is it all adding up? I love that answer, Nicole. And it's you're so right what you're saying there. And I know so many women will relate to in terms of like comparing your, you know, your body to someone else's body, wanting it to look like that. But I remember I used to look at like these like six foot, you know, 10 models thinking, oh, do you know, I wish my legs were as thin as that. I was like, their legs, the height of my body, like my legs are not going to look like that. And you're literally setting yourself up for, you know, basically failure because you're never going to like, you can look at your own legs and be like, yeah, right. It's okay wanting to change your own legs. Mm -hmm. Like you can work on them, make them better, make them stronger, whatever you want. But as long as it's your own body, like not someone else's. Exactly. So I love that. Um, okay, so I guess this question ties in really nicely then because, like you said, you know, you've got really good at being you. Um, so how do you stay true and authentic to yourself? This was a question from our amazing bestie, Sophia. Um, so how do you be you? Yeah. Basically? How do you be Nicole Garner? Um, well, I suppose, first of all, I had to figure out what being me looked like, you know, and that came from, like, like a lot of exploration, making mistakes, um, through good times, bad times, but I suppose it all comes down to questions such as like, how did I want to live my life? Um, and then that sort of helped me work out what my values were. Um, and then asking the question of, okay, was my current situation supporting that environment, people and places? Like that is that's a big one here. That's huge for me. Who I'm spending time with and where I'm spending it, and that's definitely changed over the years, which has helped me, of course, work out who I want to be and getting good at being me. Um, and I suppose whenever I've got like a decision to make, I sort of reflect on these things and I, and I go back to it. So things like, does this reflect my values and who I want to be? Do I feel supported? Will this take me closer or further away from the outcome I want? Like, is this Nicole basically? Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously I kind of like offload to you many, many times. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, and I think it can be really hard for people to be themselves. Like, you know, that kind of a lot of fear of judgment and I do get it. Um, but as soon as you get good at being you, everything changes. Like it really does. Like, you'll probably agree with that as well, Mish. Like, yeah. I think that's why I love helping other women become their most confident self as well, because I've been in that situation and it's bloody incredible watching that progress in someone else as well. And it just, just makes me smile so much. Amazing. So yeah, just, you, you just have to give yourself time and patience, I think, to work out, to get good at being you and work out what that is, what it looks like, um, what you're doing. Yeah. What, yeah. And I guess like you were sort of saying there as well, finding out what you want and, for all the listeners listening, if something makes you happy, maybe take note of that and think, right, I'm happiest when I'm doing this and maybe I'm not happiest when I'm doing this and whatever that this is, <laughs> then maybe <laughs> chuck it, <laughs> it in the bin and then just say, stay true to yourself and do what you want to do. And it's, it's hard, definitely, isn't it, at first, but I think then you get better at it and you realise, you know, you've really got one life, so you do what you want to do, yeah. be who you want to be like really stay in tune to the feeling like how that how that place is making you feel how that person's making you feel um and if it excites you and it, it makes you you know like that feel good factor then hold on to it yeah I think as really like being surrounded by people that really support your journey and you just know that they're doing it through genuine like love for you that really helps you know if you maybe if you've got people ever telling you you can't do that or oh I wouldn't do that or even maybe criticizing complaining like others and then you maybe feel like they're doing that to you as well 
Maybe just put them in the bin. <laughs> and tell them they're boring. <laughs> boring. Um, okay, okay. This is another one from our Sophia. Mm-hmm. Nice, fun one, actually. Who would you love to collaborate with and why? Uh, so I actually have an answer right away for this one. Um, one that definitely just pops into mind just now for a few reasons. So here they are. We've got, our, as Michelle said at the beginning, we've got our own live podcast show on the 29th of June. Um, and these two girls are absolutely smashing the podcast world and the live shows. Um, they also sound like so much fun. Um, and I think all of us in one room would be an absolute riot and a good way. <laughs> um, you've also said, Michelle, as well, like, we'd love to help them. I think they've both kind of yeah. started their own fitness journeys mm-hmm. and we'd love to be able to help them as well. So maybe some of our lovely listeners listen to these two gals as well. It's Jess and Zoe, um, a lot on your plate. So yeah, I think I'd absolutely love to do a collab with them. So yeah, if if any of you know them or you can go and tell them that we want to collaborate with them, that would be absolutely amazing. Amazing. Um, Yeah, and I've also put Gymshark here for some... Nice. <laughs> that would be great. Thank you. That would be really great, eh? Yeah, but yeah, that's 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 my one for now. Nice. I know we hopefully will actually ask the girls, you know, how to get some tips on the live podcast show because um as actually I was speaking about last week on my re-interview, um never be afraid to ask someone in the same industry for help. Like, what's the worst they can say? They maybe don't get back to you. Who cares? They could get back to you with tips and advice, and that would be amazing. So yeah, we will absolutely do that. Um, okay, one from your brother, <laughs> Mr. Liam, Liam. Liam Healy. Um, what is the difference between teaching and coaching? And how do you react in these environments to bring out the best in people? So when you told me about this question, I absolutely loved it because I think whether it's teaching or coaching, bringing out the best in people follows three main things that I've narrowed it down to. So um, this is the blueprint to get the best out of people. So here we go, right? So teaching and coaching, two things that I love. However, teaching aspect of it at the moment, I love the teaching, but it's just everything else that that comes with the teaching job. Um, Also love coaching. Um, So when I thought about this, I thought, okay, it follows the exact same process. So number one, how to get the best out of people. You meet them where they're at, whether that's teaching or coaching. So in teaching, we pre-assess the children, we get to know the child. Coaching, we talk about the previous experience when we get on a call with them, we chat to them, we plan their um, roadmap based on their current experience, their goals and where they want to go. So there's one similarity there. Love it. Second one, positive destinations, your why, your purpose behind what you're going to do. So um Within the education system, our main role as a teacher is to help children get to a positive destination. My role as a 365 female coach is to help them achieve the goals that they want to achieve and get to that positive destination. And third one, GERFEC. So GERFEC is a national approach to improving well-being in children, essentially. So it's getting it right for every child. Then I thought, this is like getting it right for every client. Mm -hmm. So, and it's based on the individual, their needs, their well-being, so that they feel safe, supported, confident, and have that belief in themselves. So that's how you get the best out in people, whether it's children or the adults that we coach. Three main things there, meet them where they're at, positive destinations and graphic. And I thought, you know, that ties in so, so, so good, doesn't it? It ties in so well. Um, And I thought, that's fucking good. Like, if anyone wants to, you know, like, trademark that, get in touch. (laughs) I know. That is incredible. Just looking at that, I'm like, that's so, 
So good that you actually, this, there's a structure to this. You know, we're not playing about with this coaching carry on. No. You know how to get the best out of people following that process. Yeah. And I, I think that's I think that's why I love them both so much. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there are similarities, but there's eh, sorry, there's the differences between them, but there's so many similarities, mm-hmm. so many between it, because the basis of it is getting the best out of people, yep. whether it's teaching or coaching, whether it's adults or children. So yeah, I think that was fucking good, that answer. And that is why you are such a great coach, because you I mean, teaching, as you say, is coaching, you're coaching a child to a positive destination exactly so any adults feeling like they need to maybe go back just you know how a lot of adults maybe say like oh i'd love to go back to school you know like uh-huh. i would stick in more i would learn more yeah come on board 365 true because you're getting miss garner as your coach yes <laughs> she'll get her stick out if she needs to <laughs> the belt's totally getting on um right absolute great answer there um <clears throat> me so moving on another question that was handed in mm-hmm What's been the best advice you have ever been given? Um, right, so I, I know this right away, this one as well. Right. Because it's not really just one piece of advice, it's more a series of questions. Um, so I'll give you a wee bit of backstory, um, not give you too much details. So long-term relationship, didn't work out. Um, it took me ages to find the courage to do something about it, a lot of ups and downs along the way. But I was given three little questions to help and help me move on as well it's first one was if you wanted to fuck up and stay stuck what would you do then are you willing to accept the consequences if nothing changes and then the last one was what's the next smallest step you can make nice and that really helped um, me at the time that I needed it to really highlight what I needed to do mm-hmm. and then what was just that one wee thing that I needed to do. Not the, the, the 10 steps ahead or what was happening next month or next year. It was what was the one wee thing that I could do to help me move forward. So, yeah. yeah, I really love all of them. It's so good because I think when people are in tough situations, whatever it may be, and you've said like, what's the one small step? And, you know, years like would be like, right, I need to have this difficult conversation mm-hmm. or whatever it is or what's going to get me from... When you're actually already thinking probably years ahead, oh my God, what's going to happen? And where am I going to, what's going to, you know, how am I going to go on? Stuff yeah. like that. And actually you're thinking, well, wait a minute, I maybe just need to make the one step. I need to have this conversation or whatever it might be. You know, yeah, one step at a time rather than one 10 step. years ahead. And we all see our three, six, five females, just one foot in front of the other. Yeah. It's the one thing that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And then my favourite one was your first one. Like if you wanted to fuck up and stay stuck, what would you do? Mm-hmm. The, the, from when I heard that, and then a lot of the time what kept coming up was alcohol. Um, and it was just like, that's the only thing that's going to get in my way at the moment. And I really have reduced massively since then. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously it's really rung true. Yeah. Um, just great. Yeah. Love it. So it's just highlighting the things that you're currently doing that aren't serving you and mm-hmm. thinking, right, okay, do I want to continue doing this? If I continue doing this. Is anything going to change? If, not, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Yep. So yeah be stuck so um okay love it and then one from our amazing listening listening listener corner he asked when are you going to give up teaching and do what you love with 365 oh god so I think even just by listening to some of my answers already I think people have probably guessed that I'm definitely ready to leave the classroom 
Um, as much as I love teaching, as I said, just everything else that comes with teaching, any teachers that are listening to this, they will know and will be able to relate wholeheartedly because it's a fucking tough job. Um, yes, you are in there responsible for these children making positive destinations, their their health and well-being, and you love that part of it, but I just feel like you don't often get the time just to concentrate on the part that you love. There's just always something else added. You have to go and do this, not even given the time to go and do certain things. And it just becomes so much. And then like Connor said, like, I am loving what I'm doing in 365. I love the women I'm working with. I'm loving the opportunities that are coming my way. I'm loving growing it with you. And it just like, you can probably hear in my voice. Like, yeah. I'm just, I, I just fucking love it. And it just brings me so much happiness, so much passion, passion, more energy, more passion. <laughs> um, and I just want to continue doing it and put all my effort into it. Um, and as I said before, like ready as a decision, not a feeling. And I just feel I've decided that like, that's what I want to do. So yeah. Um, I went in a bit of a whirlwind answer there, didn't I? When did, did they say when? And so I decided to, so basically, like, summer. Like, this is my last, this is my last, oh my God, hope no one's listening at the school. <laughs> um, no, should be fine. Don't tell anyone, please, before I get sick. Um, but yeah, summertime, that's me, so I will not, uh, won't be going back after the summer, and I'll be yep. Freedom! Freedom! Phil, freedom! But yeah, so I've decided, like, I have made the decision now that that's me, I'm me that's you and it's not to say that I would, I'll never go back to teaching you know exactly. might still be in there in some way and uh, I'll always have my teaching degree that I can fall back on I can always use it like you know as I said there you've got so yeah. many similarities between coaching and teaching like these will be transferable skills that I can carry with me forever so yeah I'm, I'm going for it I'm feeling the fear I'm doing it anyway doing it anyway and like it will probably scary where you're sitting, but actually, well, I feel, like, I feel like I'm heating up. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> do you know? And, and the thing is, I was saying to Michelle as well. She's like, do you want to? Do you want to say that on the pod? Like, do you think that's all right? And I'm like, yes. I think the more I get used to saying mm-hmm. it and talking about it with people, the easier it's going to be for me when it comes yeah. to that time because it is going to be hard. Like that's me. What seven, eight years into teaching now? So all I've known. It's a secure. It's a safe job. Um. So there's there's many many fears that come with it. But yeah, I think it's is the more used to I get to saying it and that other people knowing as well and maybe asking me questions about it and having that conversation. I think the better it is. Yeah. Yes, and uh, from the outside looking in, you know, like I have no doubt that you will be absolutely fine, but obviously I'm not in that position. And, you know, it's a big decision for you, but you can just tell, like, so you are totally ready and, you know, you'll make it work. Mm-hmm. We will make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, last wee question, and actually we both to answer this. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely wee way to round off. It might get a little bit emotional. Um, Sophia asked us, what do you wish the other one loved more about themselves? Oh, who I wants really to like go first? Well, wait, was there not another question about um, the prof- something about what's the next big goal or something? Oh, yes, let's go in with that. I've not wrote that down, but I did send you that last night. <laughs> do you want me to read it out? Yes, go for it. So it was, because I think it rounds off quite nicely. Quite nicely. She's got a good answer, guys. <laughs> what is next for MG, personally, professionally? Oh, how could I forget that one? Right, just, just said the question. That's okay. <laughs> Nobody knows the difference. <laughs> well, just go. Go for right. it. Okay. So... I did actually get asked a similar question quite recently to this. And they said, what's your biggest goal for the year ahead? 
So I think the answer I'm going to give you kind of covers all of these. They're not really specifics, but it kind of gives you a good idea. So the biggest goal this year is to leave teaching so I can fully commit to building 365 Female's best pro coaching programme alongside my business partner, Beth. Yes. Um, 365 Female's literally going to go from level to level and I, I guarantee you that it's, go it's going to be fucking amazing with the best bunch of women with us. So absolutely buzzing about that. I want to be happy. I want to have the right support around me and spending more time with the people that help me, basically. Fun, fitness, and I read this quote as well, like, true happiness is wanting what you already have. Oh, yeah. Love um, and this is a wee extra bit as well. I want to be a tank. <laughs> I want to be a tank that can run like fuck. <laughs> and, you know, high rocks, podium, here we come, baby. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's my answer. Love it. <laughs> I want to be a tank that can run like fuck. You are a tank that can run like fuck. <laughs> I still remember that first fitness competition. We were all, I was really nervous. It was the teams of four were doing, they had an extra workout. I was a team of two with Lisa Abrus, if you're ever listening. Hi. Um, we were a team of two. Anyway, Liam, Nicole, Robbie, and Cara were a team of four. And remember, you had to run. Yes. Oh, it was on the next day. And I swear, I was like, thank God I'm not in that. Um, Connor and his team, they were running as well. And honestly, Nicole was just the Terminator. We were all standing going, holy shit, look at Nicole. She was like, I mean, could you not stay? And Robbie went, wait, you need to get ready. That's Nicole. Like, she just was like, I think she maybe faced herself at the start with thinking it was a funny distance. It was meant to be 500 metres. It was not 500 metres. Mm -hmm. It was 800. And we were at that point in our like kind of fitness event journey that nobody really knew what you could nah. do. Like even yourself, you didn't know didn't what you could know. do. Other people didn't know. And I think I surprised myself. I was like, holy shit, I'm smoking these. I'm smoking these bitches. It's <laughs> <laughs> honestly so funny. She just came from nowhere. And then there's even a photo of you like running through the sprinkler and you've just got your hands in the air. <laughs> Proper love and life. Um, so that was so, so you can run like that <laughs> no I am getting better no and I mean that was a while ago that was like now ago. I think it would be like <laughs> eat what is it eat smoke bitches eat smoke bitches I don't know what it is but I'll go with that we'll go with that oh so funny so yeah big exciting goal for you then mm -hmm. yeah and I really love that because this actually ties into the thing that I wish you loved more about yourself so I just hope Nicole knows how incredible a person she is. She's there for me 24-7 and like I actually don't think she knows. She cry. <laughs> think she cry. I don't think she realises how and like an incredible person and friend she is. This is the bit that like obviously I want you to know more. So I know she's confident in who she is and in her body, but I know there's also a, vul a vulnerable side because I see it. And I just wish she could fully step into being Nicole fucking Gardner. <laughs> fully appreciate her strong and athletic body. Because I know some days she does and some days she doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I think if she could really step in and love her body, I think she would be unstoppable. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> it's so true. I don't think there would be anything holding you back. Oh, gal, do you know, like, everything you're saying there, like, I, I know why you've said it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know every fucking side to me. <laughs> I'm like, there was one time, 
I can't no, I do remember what it was. It was back when we had the like the nutrition seminar. Yeah, I was getting in my head with a lot of things. And I remember texting you saying, You know me too well, don't you? <laughs> I could just tell. I was like, You're right. And I was not okay. I was not okay. I was swimming in a big fucking pool of self-doubt. And and sometimes I just I just can't flip it. Like I know I should flip it. I'm like, come on, but I and I, I just I just like when I had time to just kind of like settle down and reflect I was like she knows me so well she knows me so well <laughs> um so yeah yeah that's so funny. I love that thank you so much you're very welcome um so my little thing that I've got down here is so we spoke about this last week on your interview oh and we found out, or I already know this, and so do so many other people that because you're so caring and loving, okay, um, I always think you're giving away so much and doing so much for other people. And I just want to let you know that it is enough and you do wonderful <laughs> things for people and I absolutely love that about you. Oh, I didn't have any cry. Thank you, babe. Thank you, babe. Oh, we definitely need to record this. But yeah. we're laughing at us. Thank you so we much. Did. So oh, well, that was great. It's really, good to know that you. it's enough. <laughs> it's enough. You need to remember that more. Oh dear. I'll remind you. Therapy session done. Therapy session finito. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I know. Thanks, guys. We hope you have learned. I think people have learned a lot more about the two of us. Yeah, I think so too. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let us know, guys. Let <laughs> us know. We love your feedback so much. Um, I think we're on, is this episode seven of season three? We're on season three. We're on season three. I think it's seven. Seven. I can't really remember. Eight, nine, ten. So we probably have about three more for you on this season. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you updated, of course. Yeah. And um, we have more special guests lined up. Whoop, whoop. And, uh, but we'll probably do uh, us next week and then we'll maybe look at a special guest in season three or we'll be on at season four. Yep. And again, just as much feedback as you can give us. Uh, live show coming up on the 29th of June if we haven't already said <laughs> yeah please let us know see if you're listening to this and you're uh, like a weekly listener even if you're listening for the first time and you're thinking I would love to go along to that please let us know so we have a rough idea of numbers um, if we need a bigger space we'll rent out the mannequin <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyone who's looking at the culprit will know what the mannequin is yeah. but at the moment we're sticking with behind the ball but we've got the day it'll be like 7pm onwards so mm-hmm. get the kids watched and yeah and you come it's good anyway that's enough from us Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.